Welcome to Corazon Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Tracy Lee. Tracy Lee is the co-founder and CEO of This.Labs, a framework agnostic web development consultancy. She is a Google developer expert, a Microsoft MVP, a woman tech maker's lead, and serves on the RxJS core team. She is also the organizer of This.JavaScript, Modern Web, Contributor Days, Google Developer Group, and Rx Workshop. Well, good afternoon, Tracy. Glad to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. I've been following your career and looking at all the things you've been doing on LinkedIn. It's amazing. But that kind of really makes me jump right into the first question I have for you is, as a developer, Tracy, and a startup guru, can you share with our audience what inspired you to jump into this space? I think you should always be doing things that you're passionate about. For startups, you know, I just get excited about starting ideas and building things and creating things out of nothing, which, you know, really inspired me to start my first companies. And, you know, that's kind of continued throughout. And then as a developer, again, I just got excited about what was happening in the space. I started doing development when ES 2015, just kind of right before it was finalized that was really exciting and there were so many new changes going on in the javascript space and you know i just had to get in there and i I really fell in love with development that's amazing and i I really appreciate that i'm having more and more guests on our collaborative project that are developers and i think more and more people in general including women like yourself have jumped into the developer space and i think that's exciting and it shows you know other colleagues that you can get into something that you know, there's, there's really no barriers on it anymore. We want to open this up for everybody. So I appreciate you sharing your insights on that. So what are your goals for 2020, Tracy? Any new changes or plans? Any service you plan to launch this year? I know you've got a lot on your plate, so I thought I'd just ask that. Yeah, I think, you know, this year we were really excited about doing more things with supply chain. You know, supply chain innovation really excites us, especially all the uh, digital transformation going on in that space. But kind of given the COVID-related stuff, we've sort of pivoted a little bit and really started focusing on content, online content, and getting people excited about that. So, you know, we're doing this thing called JavaScript Marathon. You can go to javascriptmarathon.com and you can just get free trainings every single month. And, you know, that's that's exciting. I feel like there's a lot of people that are starting to move more towards remote content or providing things for free during this time. And it's kind of an interesting world right now. That's exciting. And then, you know, kind of going with the theme of COVID, we started offering remote corporate trainings because I think a lot of teams are still trying to figure out how to level up their teams with this new environment. So we figured that was the absolute perfect way for us to kind of get involved and uh, change with the times. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that. And I know it certainly is challenging uh, out there, especially you wanting to get into supply chain. And I bet you there's a lot you can learn from it though, of course, with, with everything that's going on and the strain that's on our current supply chain globally. So Tracy, you manage several projects and sites right now. How do you juggle all this work and which one is your most successful? So I tend to do a lot of stuff for the community. So a lot of the stuff I juggle, I would say, is just things like being on the RxJS core team, making sure I'm useful there, or being a leader in the woman tech space. You know, these are all kind of side projects 
right? <laughs> but my main gig is being CEO of This Thought Labs. And we're, you know, we're a web development agency and we have some of the foremost experts on our team. So it's just helping teams be successful during their digital transformation efforts. So whether it's migrations or whether it's architecture reviews or whether it's just general staff augmentation, we kind of have this idea of leaving the world a better place. So this is kind of why we do a lot of free content because we just love being able to educate developers and giving developers opportunities to learn in a way that, you know, the web should be free in a sense, right? Sure. But we really kind of believe in leaving the world a better place with our clients as well, making sure that we're educating them and teaching them along the way so that they can become better developers. And that's what we're really passionate about. And that's kind of where I spend most of my time. Well, it certainly sounds like you're very passionate about what you're doing and that probably makes it a lot easier and also helps your success. So I appreciate you sharing that, really do. So I notice your team is spread out in various uh, geographic locations. In fact, believe it or not, one of your staff works here in Kansas City where I live. So that's exciting. How is that working and did it help you be better prepared for this global pandemic? Yeah, you know, it was interesting because I think a lot of, you know, we saw a lot of our clients, for example, who were on site kind of start rolling out the office chairs and getting the monitors and leaving to start working remotely and kind of try to figure all that out. And for us, we were already working remotely. So it wasn't that much of a hit from a change perspective. But I think the biggest change was that, you know, a lot of our team members all of a sudden had their kids at home. So having to struggle with that. And, you know, I think emotionally is probably the thing that everybody underestimated the most. For some reason, weeks just seem more exhausting. So I think just giving teams time to make sure that they're successful in kind of dealing with whatever they need to deal with emotionally and being supportive was really helpful. Another thing that we implemented that was really useful was just creating a few Slack channels. Like we have one called the quarantine zone, just kind of a safe space for people to be able to talk about things. And, you know, it's funny because when we first created it, I was thinking, oh no, it's going to be like doom and gloom. Do I want to be in the Slack channel? But it's actually become like a really kind of like funny supportive one in a sense so you know everybody's creating their home gyms you know baking bread you know all the silly things that I, I think you see trending in the world right now that's amazing I think the human spirit were designed to kind of react that way when there's something like like you said the doom and gloom out there because believe me there's nothing more frustrating including you know on LinkedIn the the headlines everything is doom and gloom yet uh -huh. You know, I think people are yearning for some some positivity and they want to know what's going to, are we going to get out of this soon? And are, is the financial situation going to change? So I'm glad you're doing that. I think that's a great idea. I've not heard that yet. So I think that's just amazing. And I'm sure our readership will absolutely love to hear what you all are doing in that space. What is it called? The quarantine room? Is that what you called it? <laughs> yeah, we call it the quarantine room. But I also find that meetings internally just take a little bit longer. I mean, maybe with clients as well, right? Like we just have our half hour meeting. Meetings. Maybe we spend the first five or 10 minutes just talking about, okay, how are you? How's the kids? How are you handling this? What'd you eat? What'd you do on the weekend? You know, I mean, we used to do that, but like, it's so much more prominent these days mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, just checking in on everybody. I appreciate you sharing that. That's totally awesome. So Tracy, just to kind of wrap up here, anything you can share with our colleagues and new college grads about getting into technology, you know, being a developer like yourself? 
you know, technology is, so when, when I went to college, so my parents are actually both, compu- you know, they both did computer science. They both became engineers uh, back in the day. So, you know, there was some level of expectation, especially growing up in the Silicon Valley to, you know, go into development. Sure. And I mean, I have to be honest, all the math classes, I was like, eh, I'm not really into this. Yeah. But the, you know, I remember taking my first C++ class. And, you know, after the first exercise, I was thinking, oh my gosh, why do I even want to do this? I remember there was something like a semicolon missing somewhere. And so, you know, four hours trying to figure out where the hell that semicolon was. And nowadays, development is just so easy. There are so many tools out there. It's so attainable these days. If you go to stackbooks.com, for example, it's one of my favorite websites because you can just spin up an app and start coding immediately. You know, especially those who had MySpace accounts back in the day and understand like slight bits of HTML and CSS or had word, you know, WordPress blogs back in the day as well. It's just so almost, I don't want to say brainless, but it's extremely easy to get productive really, really easily because of all the new abstractions that open source projects have been giving us, especially with things like CLIs. The documentation is super amazing. The community is super amazing. So I would highly recommend it. But I definitely think that if a lot of people ask me, what technology should I get into? And I would say it's you know, what's around you, right? You're not going to really sustain anything unless you have a community. At least that's how it is for me. You know, one of the reasons why I got so deep and heavy into Angular and why I'm better Angular than some other technologies is because the Angular community was just so active in helping me during my journey. So I highly recommend you finding your tribe, you know, as a first start and then, you know, do, do what you're passionate about, right? Like you don't have to do it just to do it. If you don't like it, don't do it. But, you know, if you get excited about it, then, you know, maybe it's for you. That's awesome. No, I love, I love you sharing that. And what I found is a lot of people on these podcasts have found their passion and when they have, they seem much happier or they've been more successful in their careers. So that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure our audience would love to hear what you have to say about your journey. Thank you, Tracy. I'd like to personally thank you from the bottom of my heart today. It was a pleasure having you on the show and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 